Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to This Week in Bitcoin. Today is October the 18th, 2019. Strong hand. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. I'm offended by selling. Oh, yeah, you're getting a new show here every day, even when I am here in Sydney, Australia. Who knows what time it is here? Who knows what time it is where you are? But it is beautiful outside. And we have two people who live in Sydney who are Bitcoiners here. You guys know Hasma Cook very well. But some of you know Adriana Bellotti very well because she has been on the show before. Oh, yes. Go back to 2017. She has returned her long anticipated and awaited appearance. She is back. Adriana, I can't wait to see you in person, but welcome back to the show. Thank you, Adam. Pleasure to be here. One of the many ladies of Bitcoin. Oh, there are many of them out there. Well, we will talk about that in a second. But first, let us get into Australia. What people, when I talk about Australia and I talk about Bitcoin, people bring up to me, Adam, aren't they making cash illegal there or something? Pass, what is up with that? What is up with that? Is, is that bringing people into Bitcoin? These rumors I've heard about cash? They're not making cash illegal per se. Uh, but they are now starting to, well, they, they have made it illegal uh, to, to make cash transactions over, I believe it's uh, 10,000 uh, bucks. So you're not allowed to, for example, go buy a beat up secondhand car uh, with $9,000, like, you know, $10,000 cash anymore. Uh, you're not allowed to do that. It has to go through official, uh, you know, a bank check uh, process and all of that. But it's a slippery slope. I can, I can see them eventually one day banning all cash. Uh, this you know, this is how it all all starts uh, creeping uh, creeping regulation. Uh, but for now, they they have put in uh, uh, bans against uh, cash transactions uh, over ten thousand. It may actually even be over five thousand. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to it's, it's ten. Is it Addy? Yeah. All right. That is a. Uh, it's true. It's true. I guess when I'm here, I'm not going to be able to buy some used car for uh, the $9,000 of Australian cash. I just happen to have it in my back pocket. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it is, uh, it is disturbing. And this is a beautiful Western free country. But uh, be aware, the, the regimes like to monitor the how you spend your money, because they want to tax you, basically, they don't want you getting away with large transactions, that they can't have a piece of the pie. So don't say you weren't warned, people. Get into get into the Bitcoin now, and uh, you would, you'll be able to get your uh, beat up uh, used car in the future with Bitcoin. Uh, Adriana, your thoughts on that situation? On and more so, have you heard in the United States? Um, I, I'd like to hear more about your 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 thoughts on the taxing of Australians when it comes to Bitcoin, but also on that cash thing. I think the government is still trying to figure out how they're going to tax this space. Um, I think that's going to be more government work done about that next year. Um, largely, we had two things happen. Um, the government taxed Bitcoin 
in a way that they didn't support the industry at the very beginning, that they went back on it. Um, now they're looking at it, uh, taking a more long stance and trying to see how things play out before they make a decision. So um, there will be some new regulation coming out in the future, but we don't know what that's going to be. But one thing that the government does well is they always put um, they make an inquiry and they make an open inquiry so everybody can weigh in in how they think this should go and that they take everyone's opinion into consideration and do something that uh, looks at least that is what the majority wants. So hopefully something good will come out of that. All right, Bitcoin people, speak up. Speak up in Australia. Don't. I'm not going to tax myself, so. <laughs> Um, and you, you actually have met with some, I mean, you were in the capital of Australia. We're going to talk about that in a second, actually, what went down there. Uh, Hass, any thoughts on the uh, taxation of Bitcoin situation or regulation situation in Australia? Look, uh, I don't like, uh, don't like the taxation. Uh, don't see, like, uh, don't see how a, how a good framework can be established. Uh, uh, that doesn't grandfather everyone in because uh, right. there's there's been a lot of bitcoiners doing a lot of things illegal not illegal whatever like uh, if, if you go by the rules of the book you've got to keep every single you know bitcoin address uh, you've ever had and all so if they want to go back and chase you you know for something you did five six years ago where you, where you couldn't have envisioned a, a world of taxation and you know because it was effectively small change at that time weren't keeping track of all your addresses and all that so unless they're unless they're happy to grandfather everyone in yeah yeah i'll let i'll let adriana uh, chime I think in. in my experience governments do not tend to look backwards they're gonna implement some legislation moving forward so they, i think that's why it's important to be part of the conversation so you yeah. can you know have your voice heard Hopefully, they will do what's the best for the majority. But, you know, we have a government here that pays for med our medical bills and we, we have good infrastructure. So tax is a good thing. We are a small country. So, I mean, big country land size, small country population size. So I, I don't see tax as being a big problem, to be honest. Well, I've always got it. In America, we've been having some issues with the IRS and them defining uh, how it's going, they haven't been very clear to say the least. And uh, it's because I don't think they understand the entire situation. So, I mean, this, this leads to a question, Adriana, you were the parliamentary friends of blockchain reception at Parliament House. You were yes. at, okay. Yes. So, so tell us about your experience. You've been talking to these government officials in Canberra, uh, I can't pronounce the- Canberra. Canberra. That's the capital of Australia, people. Pound that like button. All right, tell us, tell us what happened in the capital of Australia when you were hanging out there. Uh, two things happened. So I was there on Monday. It was my first time at this event. I think that the first edition was last year. It was largely put by a group of senators that are interested in learning more about this technology. Uh, and ACA, uh, our Australian Digital Currencies Association, which has now merged with Blockchain Australia, which used to be. Bitcoin Association of Australia. So long story short, they have this once a year um, meeting where they acknowledge people that are doing work in the industry by giving like a fellowship certificate to the association. And that what was the party was about. 
that was in the evening. So most importantly, in the afternoon, we had a meetup, the first official Canberra blockchain meetup with the Department of Innovation and Science, Industry Innovation and Science. And they are doing, they're developing a national blockchain roadmap to look at use cases of blockchain tech uh, for government and for the benefit of the people. Um, I think the first ones they are looking into uh, something to do with exports and also KYC and credentials. So, sorry, there was a call coming. Um, so, yeah, we had this meetup and there were about 100 people from all over the country there and there's going to be a report coming out soon that will be available for everyone. So do you, do you think the senators know what they're talking about here? Do you, do you think they got a good grasp? Uh, not all of them, but the ones that there are, the ones that support the, this this um, event, they are across this, and there's more and more people uh, having this conversation. So I think um, they they will at some point be more informed. Absolutely. All right. Now, what's your shirt mean there? You've got a Bitcoin Sydney shirt on. Oh, I have this shirt for three years now. This is a uh, one of the original meetups in Australia, the one that I am, uh, me and Haas, we are now <laughs> taking that forward. Uh, it was founded by Jason Williams, who incidentally was also the founder of the Bitcoin Association of Australia back in 2013. So bo bo question for both of you, how has it evolved uh, since 2017, let's say, since the last time Adriana was on the show? How, how has your uh, group evolved since then? And you have more members. Is there more interest now? Are people into altcoins? What's this? Because it's called Bitcoin Sydney. But uh, I know, Adriana, you've done some stuff in Ethereum before, too. I do. Oh, there's different meetups, right? Uh, Bitcoin Sydney is mostly Bitcoin. Uh, there's a fork of Bitcoin Sydney, which is the other Bitcoin Sydney, which is the maximalist meetup. There's uh, Ethereum Sydney. Haas <laughs> is a member of that. I'm a member of that, too. It's just no, a <laughs> it's different conversations. Um, there's blockchain professionals where we talk about technology. We try to look at all the projects and see what's happening, if they're going in the right direction. We, don't, we just avoid talking about ICOs, but most, mostly uh, conversations about the technology. All right, Hass, what, 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 what are your thoughts on how things have changed or uh, your, your thoughts on the meetup itself? Uh, so uh, my my preferred meetup is I uh, I like hanging out amongst my flock. So uh, so you can always catch me uh, with the with the toxic maxis. So uh, yeah, as as good as avocados, the best kind of avocado you can get, the Hass avocado. And he's Hass pound that like button. That's why this thing is out, baby. But <laughs> I come I come prepared. I come prepared. Um, well, let's talk about Monday actually. The, the premiere of that movie, that is, you guys have been promoting this. Hass, do you have anything to say about that? I know Adrian's, Adriana's got a lot to say about that. But, uh, yeah, Torsten's a, is, a, is a good old uh, uh, friend from mine. Go back uh, all the way to 2013. Uh, so uh, uh, great, great filmmaker. Uh, uh, yeah, looking, looking, forward to the, looking forward to the sequel. So the, judging by the trailer, it looks like... Uh, there's a there's a very big element of uh, of compare and c contrast. Uh, looks like it might be quite the dramatic uh, film. So uh, keen on watching it. We'll see. So we'll see. 
It's going to come out in 2020. We're going to see it on Monday. This is a big Bitcoin film that we're getting insider and anyone can come see to this event. Uh, you can get a ticket to the event. I'll link to the information below on Monday. Adriana, explain the whole thing to us. Explain it all to us. What is this movie called and everything? So this movie is called Cryptopia, Bitcoin, Blockchains, and the Future of the Internet. It's a big title. And it's a follow-up to Doc Tostin's uh, first documentary called Bitcoin, The End of Money, that was launched in 2015, I think. Um, and I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> I've talked about it a lot in the past uh, few months, but I'm going to see with, with everyone else on Monday first, firsthand. So I'm really looking forward to it. I know that he interviewed some people that were in the original movie and like as a follow-up interview to try and understand what's happening in crypto. Uh, but I don't know, Thorsten is a Bitcoiner at heart, so I'm pretty sure there'll be a good Bitcoin flavor to it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going to try to get him on the show at some point so that the whole world can find out about this video, hope uh, of this this movie. Now, I, again, I'm I'm confident. I've got confidence that it'll be uh, it'll be good for the space. You know, more it, very professionally done and everything. So I'm looking forward to seeing it and looking forward. Hopefully, I don't want to get everybody's hopes up, but he hopefully he will appear on the show. Pound that like button if you want to uh, want to hear about it. you want to see the movie maker on the show. Okay, now. I'm movie <laughs> so let, let's let's talk about uh let's talk about libra because that's been in the in the news lately i want an australian take on libra because uh a lot of people think it's all about the united states uh congress and senate uh giving them a hard time and if if, if they let this happen then it will happen but a lot of people think that the United States government is is going to hold back uh, Mark Zuckerberg. What has what's your take on Libra? Will it get more people into Bitcoin? Do you care? What's the Australian perspective? So uh, the Australian perspective for for anyone like me that that grew up in like the the nineties uh, here in Australia, when we hear the word uh, Libra, we associate it with Libra Fleur tampons. I'm being a girl. I still do. So. Right. So uh, I don't know if that because the, the, the they were basically the the, the Kleenex of uh, of tampons back uh, back with all the TV ads. Uh, so yeah, that's what I think of Libra. Really, uh, I think they should just uh, uh, maybe just make their own wallet and uh, allow Bitcoin and Lightning on it, and they uh, they instantly have two billion users, and they can uh, uh, charge a you know, a couple of Satoshi's withdrawal fees and make a lot of money. Uh, yeah, but that's on that's on them to figure out strategically, not me. Yeah, that was actually a, a, a congressperson said something like that without the tampon stuff. But so that I, I think we should make a, a, a clip out of you talking about tampons and Libra. That is huh. that, because most of that, that's that's a funny one. Most Americans don't. They did not know it, but we have just learned something. You get insider Libra information here. It was a tampon. Wow, that is you learned. I'll have to, it was like the major brand. You're in Australia. You just have to go to the supermarket and film all the Libra on the shelves. Well, there. <laughs> wow, I, they they should have took that into consideration when coming up with a name. I mean, uh, again, Australia's a it's not the biggest population in the world, but uh, well, that, that's the thing. Libra says it's going to help free up uh, people that don't have access to the. Uh, modern financial system and people in Australia do. So they don't care what Australia, 
<laughs> Maybe they don't care about what Australians think about with, with the game. They didn't do well. I think they went with Libra uh, just uh, as a as a you know another star sign to take a dig at Gemini. Yeah, maybe. That's my personal conspiracy theory. Oh God, the conspiracy! I was just talking about conspiracy theories on another show. All right, um, Adriana, your your thoughts on Libra? Is it is it a good uh, good thing to come up with a centralized cryptocurrency like this? I think it, it was inevitable that someone was going to do it. I don't, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't have any firm opinions. I didn't read the white paper. I'm trying to keep my distance from it. There's a, there's a group in Australia that sort of like formed a Libra Association. So they're going to try and have an Australian node in Dubai. Just because I guess if this thing is going to happen, it's good to understand how it's going to work but I'm not involved in that, although someone that works with me is. Um, but yeah, I don't really have strong opinions. About Actually, it. what you just brought up was very newsworthy. Um, I, because I noticed the same thing when I was in Israel, that people made up their own Libra groups that want to work with Libra before it even exists. Before it even exactly. it's, it's, it's amazing. So a lot of us in the Bitcoin space, we have this mindset, who would want to work with a centralized crypto, a corporate cryptocurrency? But naturally, uh, in, in countries as different from Israel and Australia, and I'm sure in America too, people are just, they want to be part of this because they, they know that Facebook is, uh, it's a tremendous, uh, if it was a country, it would be a tremendous country. It'd be a very wealthy, big country. Uh, so that, that is actually quite newsworthy that yet, yet in another Western country, in Israel and here, uh, that, that, some, that someone's come up with their own Libra group before there is even a Libra. Because again, again, in the Bitcoin space, we have so many people saying, oh, it's so bad. It will never be approved. And that's why I say, this is where the big boys play. Let them compete. If people want to be a part of that, let them be a part of it. Let them, in, if they're going to innovate over there, let them innovate. And I think it will get more people into Bitcoin. So I hope the United States uh, Senate and Congress uh, stops being... Uh, stops giving him a hard time and just, I mean, I, I don't know what they want out of Zuckerberg. And I'm sure a few people here are like, Adam, why do you talk about it all? Well, first of all, it's, it's in the news, but it will, um, it's such a, it's, we'll look back on this one day and if, if they pull this off, it will be the first major corporation to come up with their own money and really venture in like hardcore into cryptocurrency. So I think it, I think it is a positive thing, but at the, at the same time, you can look at it as a tampon throwaway things also that that's that that is that is the beauty that is the beauty of life something to control the flow oh pound that light button we are getting a female perspective i did not count on this i'm leaving I, I didn't. oh man wow all right all right so adriana you're from uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, uh, speechless absolutely <laughs> first of all I want to get this shirt coming. Control the flow. Huh? Oh my God. Oh, my pound that light button. Oh, wow. We're getting, this is, this was not like the last show you were on. We've gone wild. We've, we've lost it here. So Adriana, I remember something specifically about you. You're, you're born in Brazil, right? Yes, I am. Okay. So how, how many years did you spend there? Oh, I guess the first 30. Oh, okay. 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 So you, I mean, you, that I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know how long. So you—it's fresh in your mind. It is the situation there, uh, the financial situation there. Did that influence you at all to get you into cryptocurrency? 
how, how uh, yes of course i guess when i first learned about bitcoin back in 2013 it was easier for me to understand you know this new money concept because in my own country i've had three different currencies through my lifetime so when you when you see government money mismanagement mismanagement in that level it's easier to understand i'm sure has been from Lebanon has the same opinion we have had this conversation many times so it is easier when you live in a country that has financial problems and had, had, has had hyperinflation and economic problems. It's easier to understand the need for Bitcoin. Do you, do you have connections to Brazil still? Any, uh, do you get crypto news from there at all? I do, actually. I try to keep informed. Uh, they're trying to use blockchain in government there to track government spending. <laughs> so that's going to be one thing. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Uh, but I did buy my mom a Bitcoin book when it first came one in Portuguese. So even my mom knows about it. So, and she's 80. Oh. So people, people are getting aware of how it's there. And as it's happening in whole Latin America, people who, who can, who have the means, they're having a little bit of the pie, their, their savings buy in Bitcoin because it's not. Well, you specifically mentioned the Portuguese language. And because of that, Brazil is, it's beyond being part of the Latin American Bitcoin community. It's part of the Portuguese speaking uh, cryptocurrency uh, community. Have you noticed an, an increase at all in the Portuguese language uh, resources available out there? Into, because I've had people from Mozambique, Angola, uh, Portugal try to contact me, uh, especially the African countries, because they really need it there. Um, but it, 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 for a time, it seemed like it was lacking. Do you, do, you, do you stay in touch with that that side of things? Do you think uh, there's more uh, Portuguese information out there now? That's a really good question, and I wouldn't know the answer because I speak English. <laughs> so, but but but, you... yes, but, but there, I, I do see that there are a few more books that have been translated. I think Andres's books have been translated into Portuguese now as well. So. Hopefully, yes. And there's a look, the community is growing. So the peer-to-peer, -peer, like we have here with the meetups and everybody talking at a pub or whatnot, it, it, it's what, you know, takes this forward anyways. All right. Now, Hass, I revealed on my Thursday show that, yes, he, his family was from Lebanon originally. From Le so, so give us that, give us that perspective uh, on what the people have experienced in Lebanon and how how what, what bitcoin does for for people like that i mean it, now it's just a it's a state controlled by other countries basically so do you want uh, uh the version that we uh chatted about in the car or the version that started six hours ago six hours what was six hours ago uh particular revolution in lebanon has commenced it has so, uh, people are in the streets and they said we're not going home until this government leaves this like, is really going on that same crooks since 1990. Uh, they're putting a tax on WhatsApp now because the because the telecom companies are losing money. Whoa, man! I I, I got a key. I I don't know what time it is, man. I got a uh, yesterday. They announced the tax, and the people were like, "That's it. We're done." Oh, on what? <laughs> but I mean, how? Okay, so so tell tell oh, us. So I'll tell you how they got to that point. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, very like uh, so Beirut is the is the uh, uh, longest continuously inhabited city in history it's been going for about uh, 7,000 years and I don't even think it's had seven days of peace in that, <laughs> that 7,000 years 
But anyway, in the in the in the mid 1970s, there was a there was a big uh, civil war in Lebanon. Not going to really get into it, into like the details of you know the origins of it. But uh, one of the side effects of the the Lebanese civil war was the hyperinflation of the Lebanese lira. So uh, so my dad was already poor, so he like didn't get in, he didn't uh, uh, didn't get affected by hyperinflation. Uh, but my mom's family on the other side uh, were you could call them upper upper middle class. Uh, my grandfather was like a, a general trader, import, export, goods, furniture, that kind of stuff. Uh, upper middle class, uh, you know, one day, and then the next day, your inventory that's denominated in the lira, worth nothing. Uh, so uh, yeah, you, you, you've spent 40 years building your business, all of that kind of stuff, and uh, you, you, one day you, you wake up broke, uh, and, uh, and that's, a it's a, it's a, it's something that you, you have to live through to appreciate. So I wasn't born at the, at the time of hyperinflation. Uh, I came uh, soon after when, uh, when, uh, the lira got pegged to the U S dollar and, uh, the, the peg has been stable, uh, something like uh, 25, 26 years up until three months ago, uh, the peg started to slip. And Lebanese banks are giving 14% interest on uh, US dollar deposits because uh, basically the country's broke and now they're looking to tax WhatsApp uh, to, to get to get more money. Wow. Uh, so, this, so this is what happened. So Lebanon is the perfect example of... Uh, so, so also the warring warlords in the civil war, they all made an agreement with themselves that they'll be the politicians. They split politics over sectarian lines and all the politics now in Lebanon is hereditary. So a warlord retires and like his son just comes and takes his seat. Uh, so like, how can you, how can you, you, you trust such a government with your, with your money and, uh, and all of that kind of stuff. But unfortunately the, the on-ramps uh, in places like Lebanon are still terrible. Uh, I don't know what the on-ramps uh, are like in Brazil. Uh, maybe Adriana, you, you might know more about that. They're better. They they have they have they have some big exchanges in Brazil. They have big exchanges in Brazil. Exchange. Uh, they do have three or four. Uh, I'm not across. But but Lebanon has nothing. How do they get Bitcoin in Lebanon? Do you know? I think there's actual. Uh, or you can get anything in Lebanon, mate. It's the it's the, it's the black market capital of the world. But uh, I think uh, there's. Uh, I think. Either there's official guidance from the Lebanese Central Bank warning against its use, or, or potentially even a ban. Uh, but uh, my friend, I don't have any friends in Lebanon anymore. Uh, so I went to high school there. Don't have any friends there anymore. Everyone's left. Uh, and uh, the reason any of them have any uh, have any crypto uh, is because they live in either the Middle East, Europe, or America, and they have access to exchanges. Uh, but for some reason, in in the UAE, in the in the Middle East, for some reason, they're all ripplers, and I'm uh, I'm not sure why. Oh man, I'm not, I'm not sure why either. Well, <laughs> that's that's weird. Now, wait, let the one thing uh, I guess we should say about Lebanon is if this is this WhatsApp protest is going on. Wow, get people if you can get anything on the black market there, dudes. If you're listening, Lebanese, get yourself some Bitcoin now. Preserve preserve your wealth. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a worldwide thing. They, they will need it. Well, they need it now. They need it now. Now get here in Australia, they don't need Bitcoin. You don't need Bitcoin. Um, you, you can let everyone's connected to the financial markets here. And, uh, 
But a, a place like Lebanon that could be falling apart, well, that is constantly falling apart all the time and is controlled by who knows who really controls it. Uh, yeah, now now would be a good time. Very interesting news that I learned. Hey, we need Bitcoin too. What do you mean we don't need Bitcoin? We all need Bitcoin. Well, oh, yeah. need is need is like lust. <laughs> like when I when I see it's like a life or death situation type need. That that's what I mean. We we could yeah, do, I understand. Just being facetious. We could live we could live our life pretty well here. I mean, but that's it. Some people in Australia they might be cut off from banks. That that if if you get cut off from the banks because you're. Uh, you said something wrong and they don't want to do business with you, which is happening to some people in America. Yeah, then then, then you need it. But uh, uh, I, got cut off, I got cut off from the bank on, uh, on Thursday. Not because they were censoring me, because they were incompetent and their systems went down. Commonwealth <laughs> Bank of Australia, uh, uh, down for like half a day. There's a real life example of why Bitcoin's better. Bitcoin never well, goes down. Some people got cut off from the banks because they were using Bitcoin. <laughs> True, that, that as well. Uh, but uh, but this one was a was a one hundred percent bank bank fail, and uh, and uh, like CBA, uh, I bank. You know, like I'm saying, I was affected because I bank with CBA. But CBA is the is the gold standard of banks in Australia, and uh, and they went down. Yeah, that's. So, uh... Uh, hey, uh, that, that, uh, you bring up a good point, Adriana, about, uh, yeah, some banks will cut people off for doing, they don't want to do business with uh, Bitcoin businesses. But hey, if you got the Bitcoin, then you preserved your wealth. I think some of these banks over time will change. They will incorporate Bitcoin. They will become Bitcoin banks. So, but, but right now, yeah, if you're running a Bitcoin business, I've heard, I guess not in America, and I guess in Australia also, uh, they, don't, they don't want a thing to do with you uh, at, at times. So. We'll, we'll see how that uh, that develops. Well, we're getting uh, we're getting toward the end of the, the show here. I want to hear about uh, your your well well. First, I'm going to read this out, off here. Seventeen trillion dollars are currently held in negative interest bonds. Seventeen trillion reasons why you should own Bitcoin. Uh, has your thoughts on uh, negative? Uh, negative yielding bonds and what it means for Bitcoin. If, if this is a, a it should, this should be a big wake up call in my opinion. Uh, should be a big wake up call, but it won't be. And uh, typically uh, the 80 percenters will only move when they need to. Uh, and, uh, and hopefully for them, it's, uh, it won't be too late when the, when the uh, need to uh, arises. It's, okay, let's talk about the future. Any what what are some what are some future uh, predictions here or continue with that well like uh you know uh, you can't print money uh, to infinity like you can but you end up like uh, like zimbabwe so eventually the you know the 17 trillion of negative yielding debt will become 20 then 30 then 50 and you know then what like you know then what we'll all be earning you know a million dollars a year uh, but, it, but a house will cost a billion dollars. Yeah. I've heard a million Cruzeros back in 1990 something when it was my first job. Fancy. <laughs> a, million, a million straight out of straight out of school. Straight out of school, straight out of <laughs> high school, not even uni. LeBron James style. Straight <laughs> out of high school. The pros. 
some some people will be uh, some people like that. Yeah. All right, uh, Adriana, what are uh, anything that I left off at today's show that you want to promote? You want to bring up? Uh, if you're watching from Australia, come to Cryptopia on Monday night. All right, that it's is gonna be, it's gonna be great. We got we got all say on event cinema, but you know, link will be there. Also, come to our meetups, right, Hass? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Hass, your uh, conclusionary thoughts. Uh, just uh, thanks, uh, thanks for having us on as always. Uh, thanks, Adriana, for joining us. Adriana is a very old friend of mine. Uh, I was talking uh, talking yesterday about my struggles uh, through the bear. Uh, Adriana was one of the, one of those people that uh, that held it down for me uh, during the bear. So I appreciate her a lot. Well, Adriana, look, I didn't have any finger on the pie at the time. So, Adriana, are you you're a strong hander? Then you 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 don't sell. No, I don't sell, but I don't hold a lot. I have a little bit, you know that you know that theory that you shouldn't bet more than you can lose. Yeah. So I'm still the jury's still out for me. So I, I have I have my little Bitcoin stash and my superannuation, uh, which is a local thing. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a long I, I, I'm hodling. All right, very good, dudes. That is it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember, subscribe to the channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. Thank you, guests. They're all linked to below. The movie's linked to below. Shabbat Shalom. I will see you guys on Saturday night. New show here every day. Thank you all. And thank you. Good night. See ya. Bye bye.